This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth. From Beck QL. Toss to Pollard, and there he goes. Tony Pollard down the sideline. Jets are on. Touchdown, Dallas. 58 yards, and Tony Pollard just showed the world how fast he is. Another interception. And this is Watkins to the end zone. Carlos Watkins with a pick and a touchdown. And what a night for Dan Quinn's defense. <laughs> Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented as always by Fan Duel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday, a football Friday, and one in which we've got more than just the NFL to dive into because it's the biggest college football weekend of the year, conference championship games, and they start tonight with the Pac-12 title game. Let's dive in here. We'll get to Pac-12, but Joe, I know yesterday we didn't get to spend as much time on the Big Ten title game, Michigan-Iowa. Let's start there. That game, uh, Saturday night, and it is obviously uh, one that means a a playoff spot for Michigan. If they could win this game, I believe they will win the game. The question is, do they cover the number? Ten and a half against Iowa. Um, You know, we talked to Michael Felder earlier in the show. He mentioned Iowa is going to be more disciplined. They're not going to let Michigan run all over them. The question is the other side. Is Iowa going to score enough points to cover this number? The total on the game is 43 and a half. My lean is Michigan's going to cover this number. I I just, I think they're not going to leave any doubt. I'm not saying they're going to score 35, but I don't think they're going to leave a doubt that they're a playoff team and they're going to cement their place in the college football playoff. I like Michigan in this game. I think if this was in October, right, off an Ohio State win, I might say, uh uh-oh, letdown spot. There's no letdown spot in the Big Ten title game. The more and more we talk about all of these games, especially the Saturday ones and the history, how the favorites usually come through. Not that they always cover, but they they come through. It feels like a lot of a way to attack this weekend is to put a lot of these favorites together in some money line parlays, maybe get some plus money there. And Michigan's one of those teams that I, I, I would put in there. It's amazing to think that at one point the Hawkeyes were number two in the country mm-hmm. with this offense. I mean, if you look at EPA per play, they're 123rd in the country. They can't move the ball. And I get making the case for the defense are going to be more disciplined. I mean, the Wolverines just ran it down the Buckeyes' throats last Saturday. And there's it, it became evident pretty early. Like, wow, Michigan's actually going to do this because Ohio State could do nothing to stop them. That's probably not going to be the case, but to cover the number of 11, I still lean Michigan, man. 
I mean, they are just so solid across the board. I mean, Hawkeyes, I get it. They have a great defense, but they can do nothing offensively, and that's always been the problem with them. And Michigan, not only do they have a strong defense, but they have the great run game. They, they have a solid offense overall. So I, I think they're going to do enough here um, to cover the yeah. number. I get being tempted by double digits in a Big Ten matchup, but I think Michigan, maybe not quite, they don't look as dominant as they did a week ago because of that specific matchup. But I would go Michigan to cover. Uh, that That would be my lean here. Uh, some of the other games I like. I have a stronger opinion on. But uh, picking this one, I'll have a bet on it. It's in prime time. Why the hell not? I'm going to have Michigan in some uh, parlays for sure. I think the Wolverines defense has an edge over Iowa's offense. Um, and that'll probably be the difference. I like the Wolverines and Harbaugh's khakis to get the W. <laughs> I hope it happens. I really do. I'd love to see Michigan in there as, as the number two seed in the playoff in that 2-3 matchup. Uh, Baylor, Oklahoma State. Now that number has moved. So we have gone from four and a half up to five and a half. Baylor is now five and a half point underdogs. The favorite is Oklahoma State. Uh, 46 and a half is the number. As we mentioned uh, when we first went through all these games this week, this game will be before the others. Uh, so there's not any of that like extra pressure on, on Oklahoma State where they know their fate and they know if they're in, they win. That's out. I mean, they're going to play before everybody else. They won't know um, if they really have a chance to make the playoff. They just got to go win the football game. So I, I don't factor any of that really into it. Oklahoma State's defense, Joe, you mentioned the other day, they've been really good, really good. And as Pam awesome. Maldonado told us a couple days ago, right, Mike Gundy without the, uh, the mullet is a different coach. Just five and a half is a lot of points. Feels like a lot of points. Is, why is this number creeping up? Money is this coming Bo, in. Bohannon? Could be. Bohannon information. Yeah. Uh, more, we still have uncertainty, I believe, and Friday morning if he's going to be good to go tomorrow morning uh, for Baylor. I mean, Baylor, it's been great what they've done. I mean, you talk <clears> about a turnaround from two and seven to a 10 and two year. Both teams have been covering the number. And the Bears are eight and four against the spread on the season. Last eleven games, Oklahoma State is nine one and one. They are an elite squad. How do they bounce back after Bedlam? That's always the question. And I guess we're having the same conversation with Michigan, Ohio State. But man, Gundy is everywhere. Like, is he looking for another job? Is he looking to go to Oklahoma? Like, what's he's. Every time I turn on the TV, I see Mike yeah. Gundy sitting in his office conducting another interview. Uh, they played in October. Okie State won by 10. So they covered uh, this number. Wouldn't surprise me if we get up to six uh, based on the direction this is going. My lean is to Oklahoma State. I'd like to go the under with the, with a couple of really strong defenses, but that's a really low total for me. I can't, I can't quite get there. I think Oklahoma State... Uh, ends up winning the game, and I would, uh, I'd also lean to them covering the point spread just with that with that lockdown defense. I don't think they're giving up much. Yeah, it's interesting. Usually, Oklahoma State's an offensive team, Aaron. They're more of a defensive team this year, and that that maybe that's throwing people off a little bit. I think Oklahoma State outplayed them when they played before. It wasn't by a lot, but I like Oklahoma State in this one as long as they don't get tight and let the pressure of the situation get to them. I don't see. I think they're going to win this game. Yeah, I Georgia, Alabama. Let's go to the SEC now. The I'm uncomfortable state. with all these favorites. How are you guys feeling? So, well, right. I'm just curious because you said you kind of wanted to do a favorites money line parlay. So now that right. we've talked about a few of them, 
who would you put in looking at the board? Michigan, probably Oklahoma State, Georgia, Cincinnati. Everybody. <laughs> a, a lot of the big all ones, yeah. I mean, all of them, I guess. I'm well, not messing with the MAC game. Let me just uh, – I just popped it in just to see because you said, you know, that's how you find some plus money with some big favorites. Money line, right? Yep. Um, if, if you go with the trend, you go with how Joe's kind of laying it out. OK State, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati, all money line, plus 192, almost two to one. Yeah. It's pretty good. Makes sense. I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with the Pitt-Wake Forest game. That's no. just, I mean, that's we'll, just – We'll get to that. That's a game you bet on the total, man. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's insane. I mean, it's going to be – Felder said that could hit by halftime. I know he. I think he put the number at seventy by halftime. Right, five touchdowns apiece <laughs> before halftime. That's just insane. All right, let's go to Georgia, Alabama. I. They're not giving us the seven yet. It's staying firm at six and a half on Fanduel. Georgia is the favorite. The total in this game yeah. is forty nine and a half. Let Let's attack that first. That feels high to me. I don't trust Georgia's offense. I don't think it is special. I think it's it's you know it's good enough. Their defense is amazing. You know, they have, they have four or five guys on that defense I could see being first-round picks in the NFL draft. The defensive lineman, Jordan Davis, the linebacker that Michael Felder brought up in the first hour of the show. I mean, they've got, def- they've got NFL players. And we know Alabama has a defense. And we know their young quarterback has never gone up against a defense like this. How is this game getting into the 50s? I don't see that. I, I think well, we've seen game. these two teams get into the fifties plus many, many times, and some yeah, of but, these SEC but, championship games have been higher scoring games. But you're but right. This defense this year, of Georgia, yeah, different. This defense of Georgia and this offense of Alabama too, right? Like lately, how how much trust do you have in the Tide offense? Even though Bryce Young is the favorite right now for the Heisman, just the consistency is not there. Like no. you're waiting for them to have that separation in some of these some of these games, like. They could easily lost to the Auburn. They could easily lost to LSU. Like all these one-score victories, uh, very concerning for me. And that's just something I I can't quite break away from. Um, Georgia's competition. That's the only thing holding me back this year. Some of the some of these games before the year started that we thought were going to be very challenging. Some tough tests for Georgia. At the end of the day, when you look back, like oh wait, they made a coaching change, or oh they were one of the biggest disappointments. They were not a championship contender. So that's where we're at. And it's kind of strange to say that, to, to see a team dominate the SEC, go through that juggernaut, and then at the end we're like, I'm not sure if you're great. You're really, really good, but I'm not sure if you're great. Laying six and a half great against Nick Saban. But that's where I'm at. I, as long as we're inside of seven, I'm just I'm just fine. Um, but. Uh, like Felder said, if they're aggressive enough offensively, I don't think Alabama is going to be able to keep up. So what about Alabama first half plus three and a half? Do we think Kirby Smart's more likely to come out aggressive early or, you know, and again, with Alabama's defense being their strength, they're more likely to get worn down in the second half that Georgia keeps going at them. So I think if I were to, I think six and how, a half how is many the right points side. do you need? How many points do you need for Bama first half to cover three in the hook? Do you only need seven? Seven. That's what Ten I was seven. Ten seven. That, that might be. Uh, that, if I'm gonna play Bama, that's how I would play it. I do like Georgia minus six. You wouldn't do full game. game. No, no. Because I think they could get worn down in the second half. Look, yep. I, I know that the way we look at 
yeah, year wide rankings doesn't apply here because they haven't played teams like Alabama. The whole they've played a Bryce Young quarterback. But I look at the total. Georgia's allowing six point nine points per game. I mean, like, no. just think about that for a second. Under a touchdown a game, they allow. So even if even if Alabama scores th- two or three touchdowns, I mean, I, I don't see this game being high scoring. I would take the under. I like the way Paul laid out the Alabama case. I just feel like we're, we're destined for like 20, 20 to 14 in the fourth quarter. And then, like, you're, you're kind of dancing around six, six and a half. I, do you see a blowout here? I don't. I don't think Saban's going to I don't either. I, I'm, I'm – thinking maybe taking Alabama plus the points. It could be a closer game. I, I think Georgia will win, but I have a feeling this could be a closer game and not a blowout. Let me throw this out of everybody. If someone upsets this money line parlay that, that Joe kind of created for us, who's the team? Who's the team? We have him touch, touch Tell us Houston. right now. Yeah, who's Bama. the team? Bama. Bama. That's, what I, that's what I was going. I think it's Bama too. If someone ruins it, it's Saban. Yeah. I 100%. 100%. Uh, any, any worry on Houston, Cincinnati? That number's 10 and a half. I, I, think, I think Cincinnati covers the number. The, the thing is, though, like Alabama could cover, but do we think they'll win? It could be a closer game. Well, right, right. Like, because we no. were talking about a money line parlay. That could, no, I know. I still feel good about Georgia winning, but I don't know if I kind of do like Alabama on the spread. One score game. It could be. It could be. It'll be fun. That's that's the game I'm looking forward to more than any of these. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a no doubter. Uh, Houston, Cincinnati. I like the under. Both of these defenses are Very really good. good. I mean, Bearcats for a couple of years now, they are a top five defense with Fickle having them rolling. And right. let's not for let's not forget that Houston has won eleven straight games. They had the yes. early loss, and, and they've been rolling. And we don't talk about them because they haven't been undefeated. Uh, defensively, uh, Egros addressed this as well, that they're underrated. I mean, they're, I think they're better than underrated. They're number six in the country in EPA per play defensively. And I'm getting 52 and a half. I like the under that. I, I like that more than uh, either side. Yeah, but, I, the, I, but I think Cincinnati wins. They might be the best team that, that no one's just talked about this season because obviously in that conference, Cincinnati is the story. The one thing I, I'll say about being interested in, in this SEC title game, from a, a futures perspective, the way Georgia wins, assuming they win, is going to throw the whole line off for the college football playoff. Like, if they hold Alabama to, like, seven points, it's that number, whoever they play, right, Cincinnati probably or whatever, or Oklahoma State, that number is going to be super high, right? If they Unless, put on a show, it's going to be high. If Aaron's right and Alabama covers, I don't think it's out that um, – I don't think Bama's out of the playoff. They might get in at four. Like, oh, that was a competitive game. Let's do it that again. wouldn't be a bad, a bad one-four playoff. Yeah, it could happen. Right. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck UL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Where are Paul and Joe O going with their contest fix? We'll break it down next, right here on the Beck UL Network. The NFL is heading into the home stretch, and they are giving us a big Week 13 divisional matchup between rivals, Patriots and Bills. FanDuel Sportsbook is about to make it even bigger because FanDuel is giving new customers 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. That means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. I'm going to take the Buffalo side of this game. I think they'll give Mac Jones some problems here. Maybe the next matchup New England wins, but in this one, I like Buffalo in a lower scoring game, and I will go with an anytime touchdown score with the Buffalo defense. Throw that 
into your same gear probably. Plus, when you win, you get paid as little as two hours. Already a FanDuel Sportsbook user, FanDuel is hooking up all customers with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend will get $50 too. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just sign up promo code BECQL before this Monday night matchup. You could win $150 on a $5 bet. Remember to use promo code BECQL so they know. I sent you. 21 and over. Present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Minimum bet $25. Max bonus $35. Visit online real money wager for risk-free bet. Refund and bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia.